Welcome back to the Educational Wizards Corner podcast with Adriana Correa. This podcast is dedicated to all things education, personalized learning, provide educators like you advice, and an outlet to learn how to best implement best practices of personalized learning into your own classroom. In the last episode, we focused on learner agency. In this episode, you, the educational wizards, are going to unleash the magic by learning about the asset-based approach. For you to begin to unleash the magic, you have to begin the shift from deficit thinking towards an asset-based approach. Lois Wiener, author of Challenging Deficit Thinking from Educational Leadership, says that the deficit paradigm or the pervasive assumption that when students misbehave or achieve poorly, they must be fixed. This narrow focus on individual weaknesses obscures the importance of other factors. This paradigm has been embedded within educators for so long through so many programs that it is hard to move away from this notion. So it's time to get to work again, wizards, and begin by acknowledging these deficit explanations and examine them critically. Authors of the Principles of Strength-Based Education from Journal of College and Character, Shane Lopez and Michelle Luis, say that a strength-based or asset-based educational approach is best understood as a philosophical stance in daily practice that shapes how an individual engages the teaching and learning process. Lopez and Luis say that this that it begins with educators discovering what they do best and developing and applying their strengths as they help students identify and apply their strengths in the learning process so that they can reach previously unattained levels of personal excellence. So educational wizards, that means that you have to focus on your little wizard's skills, talents, and interests in order to unleash their own magic and so that you can meet them academically, socially, and emotionally. How do you begin, you may ask? Well, get your wands and brooms ready, because we're about to make our little wizards soar high for their snitch. Lopez and Louise describe five principles of strength-based or asset-based education. They are measurement of student characteristics that include a strength assessment, a focus on practicing individualization that focuses on the strengths of each student, networking with those that support strength development, deliberately apply and draw out the strengths that exist within students by heightening students' awareness of them and cultivating the skill of noting their classmates' strengths in action. And the last one, creating an intentional development of strength through practice and engagement. Students will need to cultivate the discipline of proactively seeking new experiences that will expose them to information, resources, or opportunities to heighten their skills and knowledge about how to mobilize their strength more effectively. Keeping these principles in mind, Rebecca Albert, author of Tools for Teaching, Ditching the Deficit Model on Edutopia suggests a few 
strategies to activate those principles and harness that power needed to unleash their magic. One, get your students to goal set. Ask them to list what they are good at, what they'd like to be good at, and what they can teach others to do. By highlighting how these skills and talents they already possess will help them grow and accomplish those goals. Number two, one of my personal favorites that I like to do is inviting students to teach or share something they are good at with the class. I love to give them the spotlight where they can become the experts. This builds those networking skills and helps draw out those strengths for everyone to celebrate. Number three, the last strategy that I'll leave you with today is giving students an opportunity for self-reflection and takeaways. Give your little wizards an opportunity to name and celebrate their own takeaways and all that they have gained from a specific learning experience. You must be wondering, how can this look in the classroom? And what are some advantages to transitioning towards an asset-based approach? Well, let me help you there. In my classroom, I provide opportunities for students to share their interests through surveys at the beginning of the year and build upon those. My little wizards also have an opportunity to set up monthly goals that highlight what they feel like they're good at, what they'd like to be better at, what they can teach others, and provide strategies that they can use to achieve those goals. They are provided a calendar to track their goals. Author of How Asset-Based Teaching Can Improve Classroom Behavior, Victoria Reyes, suggests that an advantage to asset-based teaching is focusing on and valuing your little wizard's strengths, builds confidence, and goal setting is one of those ways. How can you incorporate self-reflection and takeaways into your own classroom? It is important to provide modeling towards effective self-reflection. At the beginning of the year, I like to introduce sentence stems that students can use as they begin to talk and think about their work. The use of sentence starters or guiding questions will help facilitate the process of self-reflection. Provide an opportunity to showcase their reflections through a reflection wall or a takeaway wall where students can talk about how they're feeling through the process of their learning. Our little wizards have the potential to increase motivation, ownership, responsibility, and engagement by providing opportunities to talk about their takeaways from any lesson. All right, educational wizards, you have listened to me discuss the shift from a deficit paradigm to an asset-based approach. The principles of an asset-based approach, strategies that you can take with you now into your classroom, and how I incorporate it into my classroom. As you continue on this educational journey, I want to leave you with this. Think about those special programs in your schools, such as your gifted program, your special education program, EIP, and so many more that focus on those specific skills, abilities, and talents of your students. How can you bring that into your classroom and personalize your little wizard's journey and let them unleash their magic without having to have these special programs. If education is to truly change and our schools actually focus on our students' magic, then our shift from deficit programs and approach need to shift towards focusing on our students' abilities and strengths and how they can be incorporated into their own personal journey in the classroom. 
Every student has a unique set of assets that have the potential to enrich the experiences of all learners, and we as educational wizards can focus on what they can do to unleash their magic and create a powerful message that students from a diverse background can enrich our classrooms. All right, Educational Wizards, this magical journey through personalized learning is only continuing. Stay tuned for much more and even a few special guests as we continue on this magical journey together. Talk to you soon. Bye!